Hello and welcome to Dollars and Cents presented by North Main Financial. I'm your host, Joshua Doby. Thank you so much for tuning with us to here on the four o'clock hour. I love the four o'clock hour. I really do here on WSIC News Talk Now. Appreciate so much you taking the time to spend some time with us here on Dollars and Cents, giving some attention to and perhaps even sparking some conversation regarding items of financial and economic importance. Appreciate you taking the time. Here we go into, uh, I'm going to call it what's hot. It may be what's hot. It may be the kinds of things that are on your radar screen. I don't know if it's uh, uh, if it's the kind of things that are making you smile or the kinds of things that are making you pay attention, but we're certainly going to take a look at it, and certainly with regards to the things that are happening in and around us from a financial and economic standpoint, we're going to be coming to it. But before I do that, I want to remind you, that all the things we're talking about here, especially when it comes to dollars and cents, are intended as just general and broad-based recommendations. We certainly don't want you to be taking them as personal kinds of recommendations, and so that's why I have to say what I'm going to say next. If you're taking a look at these kinds of things, especially when we're talking about all the things that are economic and financial, we want to make sure that you're not taking them as a personal recommendation for you, meaning that even though we're going to be talking about on specific companies, we're going to be looking at specific kinds of things here on dollars and cents, strategies, companies, those kinds of things, which may be even very specific as we're looking at them, we want to make sure that you reach out to your tax advisor, to your financial advisor, or if you'd like to reach out to us at North Main financial group. Love to hear from you. Love to chat about your particular financial situation and to see if there are ways in which we might be able to be helpful to you. Online, you can find us at northmainfinancial.com. That's north like the direction, main like the street, financial.com. Northmainfinancial.com. You can leave us a contact point, email address, phone number, all those good kinds of things if you'd like to do that. Again, at northmainfinancial.com. All right, let's dive in. I mean, and if you'd like to reach out to us, I I need, I need to say this as well because this is important. We want to make sure that relative to the topics that we're discussing, those kinds of things which are relevant to you, we want to make sure that you have the opportunity to reach out to us. 844-STUDIO-4, 844-788-3464. I know, it's tough. You got to you actually got to dial the numbers here. 844-788-3464 here at the studio. I want to make sure that if you, there are kinds of things that you want to talk about, kinds of things you want to be able to do discuss. I'm not going to be able to speak into your particular financial situation, but certainly if there are those kinds of things which you see on the radar screen, those kinds of things which you think, boy, I've seen this. This is in my, this, this is in my, um, particular discussion kind of thought process, or if there are things we're seeing headline-wise that we want to talk about, please make sure that you go ahead and call into us. All right, we're going in hot items here, and and we're calling this what's hot, all right? I mean, and, and producer Bill has said this is okay. I'm going to call him Mr. Blakely. That's all I'm going to do it from now on. Mr. Blakely has said it's okay for me to do this, so I'm going to go ahead and do it. What's hot in terms of uh, what's on our radar screens here and thinking about the kinds of things that are relevant relevant from a financial and economic standpoint. I mean, producer Bill, I mean, you, you, you tell me, I mean, I'm looking at these things. I love to eat and, and that there's, there's, there, there's no doubt about that. And, and, uh, with regards to the chief, uh, Mr. Justin, I know he is a foodie as well. So when I'm looking at the kinds of things, uh, that have to cross over between food and finance, I'm assuming that's okay. Uh, producer Bill, is that oh, all yeah. right? Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Okay. 
So, I mean, in the last several weeks, so let's just uh, do a quick recap here. In the last several weeks, I've talked about how Subway, Subway, the sandwich company, uh, has been bought up by Rourke Capital. So I have talked about that. I've talked about how Twinkies, not Twinkies, Twinkies owned by Hostess. Hostess has been bought out. They're, they're, they're going to be moving on to the next space, which is kind of interesting because they've been bankrupt here for the last uh, couple of years. Mm-hmm. So when we're looking at those kinds of things, now, now producer Bill, now, this, this is the kind of stuff you won't know about producer Bill unless you, uh, <laughs> unless you, unless you tune into our broadcast here. And especially if you're tuning into Good, Mo- Good Morning LKM, 79, 7 to 9 in the morning on Monday to Friday. But these are the kinds of things that you need to know about. So he, he was a professional athlete. He's too modest to tell you that. He was a professional. Stop, no, stop. no, come on. Come on now. Come on now. So he was a professional athlete. So he didn't eat nearly as many Twinkies as I did uh, as, uh, as a kid here. But we're talking, about, we're talking about Subway sandwiches. We're talking about Twinkies. So now we're going to talk about McDonald's, right? So oh. we're... we're so, so, we're, so we're covering all the health points, right? So I like we're, it. <laughs> we're covering all the health points when it comes here to food and finance, and uh, uh, and again, all things important when, when it comes to those kinds of things. So McDonald's, uh, if if you haven't seen it recently, so McDonald's is one of the most innovative food companies, literally on the planet. And you may like, you may not like uh, food kinds of things when it comes to McDonald's. But they literally are spending money day and night on the kinds of things that they think, and this is obvious, that are going to be selling more things in McDonald's restaurants in an ongoing kind of way. And uh, and so when we're looking at that kind of thing, we're looking at what's, uh, you know, McDonald's and that kind of research they do. Man, it, it, it's intensive. And, uh, and so for folks like me, we're paying attention to those kinds of things because we like that kind of food. And, uh, and so when we're looking at what McDonald's is doing <clears> – <throat> We're, uh, one of the things that I noticed as I was doing some of my research for the show today is that McDonald's Chicken McNuggets, all right? Now, now, Bill, this is probably even before the time that you were born. Chicken McNuggets, 40th anniversary. Oh, wow. 40th anniversary. That's big time. Um, I mean, I think it is. Right. I mean, I mean, when I when I think of myself, I th- I still think of myself as a as as a 22 year old. And <laughs> right. it's, uh, so when I think of Chicken McNuggets at the 40th anniversary, I actually do remember when Chicken McNuggets came out. Oh wow! Um, well, and, and it was a big big deal. I because, can imagine. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you look if 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 you look at the the things that we think about with McDonald's mo, mo, uh, easy, most easily, right? So, so think about the, what do we think about? Big Produ- Mac. Big Mac, Big absolutely. Mac. Quarter pounder, sure. Maybe French fries. Oh yeah. I mean, all all those kinds of things that just make me feel hungry inside. Right. Uh, so when we're looking at those kinds of things, <laughs> you know, so, so Chicken McNuggets was a revolutionary kind of sure. concept here. Yep. Uh, Forty years ago, fortieth anniversary. For I mean, my gosh! Congrats! Oh, congratulations! Yeah, congrats. I mean, seriously! I mean that that's a, that that's a very big deal yep. because we not only have the McNuggets, we got the sauces, we got all that right. stuff that goes yep. along with it. All right, so I, I, and I know, and I know, I know the chief. He's more of a foodie. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. So so he's, he's probably he, on on his way there now. He, he, <laughs> 
<laughs> well, he may or may not be because he likes that nice stuff. Right? Uh, he, does. He, he, does. he does. He does. You know, he's, he's got a palate. I, right. I, I don't necessarily have uh, you know that elevated <laughs> kind of palate. I, I'm no, more into. Make no mistake. All he needs is one reason to go to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> See that that same with me. Right. Okay. Yeah. One, one more thinking about those kinds of things, and you folks <laughs> probably tuning in saying, "Okay, what does it have to do with anything financial?" It's a big deal. McDonald's again, one of the most prolific in terms of innovation in terms of retail food distribution and and when we're looking at those kinds of things which have to do with the kinds of things on which folks will spend their money and that's really the most prevalent thing here when we're talking about it you've heard me talk about this a lot here on dollars and cents when we're talking about the kinds of things on which folks spend their money because as you remember gdp 66 to 75 percent is a function of consumer spending. Very, very important. When we're thinking about it, how are things doing? Where are folks spending their money? It's really very, very important. So when we're looking at, you know, okay, I'll admit it, chicken McNuggets, it's a big, it actually is a big deal. It's a very big deal when folks are thinking about those kinds of things. So we're going to be talking about that more in the second segment here. I appreciate so much you tuning in to Dollars and Cents here on News Talk, WSIC News and Talk Now. With certified- Hello and welcome back to the second quarter football reference. Second quarter here in Dollars and Cents presented by North Main Financial. I'm so glad you're hanging with us. Thank you so much for for hanging around for these things which are financial and economic and and, and producer Bill. I mean, I I got to talk about football season, right? And I know I I get excited about this. If you listen to uh, Good Morning LKN here between 7 and 9 here Mondays to Fridays, they, they referenced it this morning. I do. I get excited about football season. I really do. And, 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 and I'm still a fan. I'm still a fan. I mean, of the Panthers, I, I, I get excited about each week. I see it as a new opportunity. Uh, Producer Bill, we're still early. I mean, for, for all the fans, for all the fans, we, we're, we're, we're early. We're early, right? Three right. games. Three games. We're fine. Three, 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 three games. And I think you highlighted during this morning's show, uh, get, again, good morning, Alcan, 7 and 9 in the morning here on WSIC News Talk. Now. <laughs> I mean, when we're talking about those kinds of things, we're, st- we're still three games into 18 weeks, yes, right? Okay. Correct. So 17 games, 18 weeks, got a bye week in there. I mean. We we don't need to get we don't need to get yeah. too concerned yet. Yeah, we're fine. Okay, we're, we're early. We're early. We're early. We're I like that. <laughs> we're early. You gotta be a fan. If you're gonna be a fan, you gotta be a fan. You gotta exactly. be a fan all the way through. And, uh, and and so, I'm not gonna talk about what our record is right now. I'm just gonna talk about the fact <laughs> that the Panthers are playing again this week. Opportunity. Opera- that's. See, that's a professional athlete who's talking there. That's that's how we look at these things right. each and every week. Uh, we're we're coming into an opportunity, and I think it's it, it may be two teams with a similar record. Yeah, similar, similar. So okay. something's got to give. So so so, so somebody is going to move ahead. Yes. Right. Okay. All right. That's all. That's all I want to know. Okay. <laughs> all right. We're, we're we're coming back to all things. You, you think this doesn't have anything to do with any uh, with anything financial and economic? Absolutely. The NFL. My gosh, billions with a B. I mean, I mean, it's 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 not just you know the kinds of things that are on the, on the periphery here. We're talking about billions with a B. If we're talking about advertising, we're talking about the kinds of marketing. Oh my gosh, big stuff. All right, pivoting back, and we're going to go from NFL to McDonald's again because producer Bill. I know. I mean, you're you're, you're listening here and saying, what does this have? No, it really does. So producer Bill brought up to me. 
With regards to McDonald's, this is not a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold McDonald's stock, but uh, but absolutely is true when we're talking about all things economic and financial. McDonald's coming out, two new sauces, right? Okay, so if we're looking at the kinds of things that actually move us, motivate us from, from a food standpoint, you obviously know that I like to eat. So if you're looking at the kinds of things that move us from an economic and financial standpoint, there, there, are, there are those kinds of things out there. And McDonald's is, oh, see, the producer, Billy, he's so good. Sweet and spicy jam sauce. Now, don't don't take my word for it. So this is coming right off the internet. And the chief has told us, uh, the chief Justin has told us that everything that's on the internet is in fact true. Oh, right? no. No, wait, no, wait, no, wait a minute. Yeah. Producer Bill, this this is fact, right? So if Correct. I'm reading it off the internet, everything is in fact true. Indeed. So long as I'm reading it. Yes. Okay. By uh, logic of good morning, okay, and yes. Yeah, that's all I need to know. <laughs> so McDonald's sweet and spicy jam sauce. Jammy, okay. So I'm, 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 I'm assuming that's a little bit thicker. Red pepper sauce with a tongue-numbing Szechuan pepper corn kick and extra heat from cayenne pepper, finished with apple cider vinegar. So not only is it, is it the kind of sauce that which actually you know get, get, gets you going, but apple cider vinegar, with the very little that I know about all things health related, is, is actually supposed to help you, right? I mean, that's right. Yeah, you're. It's good for you. Health Shot, food. Yes. Okay. A shot every morning. Thank goodness. See, <laughs> see, McDonald's covers all the bases there right. whenever we're talking about <laughs> things that happen to be doing with food. So not only is it enjoyable, not only is it spicy, not only is it the kind of thing that you would uh, enjoy consuming, but it's also good health food. So thank goodness for uh, for that. Kind. And then there's a, there's a second one. I know. Hold on here. Hold on. McDonald's Mambo Sauce. All right. Tomato-based. Sweet, spicy, vinegary sauce inspired by the Washington, D.C. area sauce staple. So I'm assuming it's it's somewhat regional. Right. Yeah, I've never had. I've, I haven't been to Washington, D.C. in a long time. Okay. But I got to go back and check it out. Well, I don't have to, actually. I can just go to McDonald's. You, that's all you have right. to do that's now, good. right? I mean, that's what they're, they're telling you. Washington, D.C. to me. I see. Now, how, how nice are they? Right. See, so McDonald's doesn't even wait for you to go back to those kinds of things, especially if you want to be in other parts of the country. They're saying, hey, we'll, br- we'll bring it to you. I'd say, I'd, that's love bad. that. I, I love that. See, see, they're thoughtful, thoughtful right. kind of folks like that. <laughs> and again, you're looking at it saying, okay, what does that have to do with financial, economic, big deal? McDonald's, I mean, you may or may not like it. It really is uh, is, is a function beyond that. These are the kind of folks who are making the, the sorts of decisions when we're looking at things from a financial and economic standpoint, which are literally shaping the decisions of, of what gets distributed or what gets produced or what gets moved towards the consumer. Now, you know, as a previous listener to Dollars and Cents, that literally, literally, this this is not me making this up. I do that sometimes. I try not to do it too much. But literally, not making this up, in terms of what moves the GDP or the gross domestic product here in our country, it literally, two-thirds to three-quarters, is a function of consumer spending. When I say consumer spending, I mean, where do folks spend their money? Meaning, what moves the market? What are the kinds of things that actually produce consumer growth, or, or in this case, country growth, and, and, and the kinds of things that move us forward in terms of gross domestic product, or the kinds of things that move us forward in terms of growth as a country? 
It is consumer spending. And so when we're looking at these kinds of things, we're looking at McDonald's, we're, look, we're looking at, uh, you know, whether it's retail, whether it's the kind of things real estate-wise, we're going to talk about that in a minute here as well. It's a very, very important function. So very important for us to keep that kind of thing in mind. Very important for us to understand what makes that go together. All right. So, you know, we've started out here in the last several weeks here. And I love this part. I love this because it's dynamic. It's changing. You got to tune in every week. You never know the kinds of things that we're going to be talking about here on Dollars and Cents presented by North Main Financial because things are changing all the time. And so when we're talking about this kind of things, I'll admit it, I bring up a lot of food items because I like to eat. So th those are the kinds of things that you need to keep in mind when I'm bringing these kinds of things to you. But also these are companies which are publicly traded. I'm going to bring up another one here in the retail space. Costco. You may or may not have a membership to Costco. You may or may not like Costco. You may think they have nice things or not nice things. I'm not going to debate that. We're not going to bring that to the forefront here in terms of what we're talking about, but really in terms of what they are seeing from a retail standpoint in terms of how folks are buying. Now, it's important. I look at McDonald's. I look at Walmart. I look at Costco. I look at all of these retail monsters. And I, when I say monsters, I'm not saying that in a negative kind of sense. I'm saying from the standpoint that folks are spending a tremendous amount of money in, the, in these spaces. So it is some, and it's argumentative, of course, but there is some indication about how folks are spending their money. Come back, GDP, growth, two-thirds, three-quarters in terms of how much the GDP actually moves in our country. So it's a big deal. So I do pay attention here at North Main Financial. We do pay attention to how these kinds of things are moving the needle. Costco, they're loving it. They really are right now. I mean, producer Bill, you tell me. I mean, are, are you a Costco person or a Sam's Club uh, kind of person? You do those kinds of things? I actually kind of piggyback onto people. See. See, yeah, I'm one of the bad guys. You know, yeah. you're not. You're not no, I'm not saying. I'm not saying yeah. you're a bad. I'm not saying sure. you're a bad guy at all. But 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 relative to to how we spend, right? I mean, th there are opportunities. So if you're going to buy in bulk, and I don't sure. know, I, mean, I don't know what it is, right? It's toilet paper. It's paper towels. It's uh, I, I I don't know. It's any it's sort of snacks. Ramen me. noodles or right. snacks. Right. See? Uh, uh, the Welsh's. Uh, oh. Um. Gosh, I'm drawing a blank on them. What do you call them? Just uh, little gummies. Oh, gummy. Yeah, just some gummies. Yeah, you you you, mean, you don't you don't mean gummies like the kinds of things like uh, that we talk <laughs> about in in the uh, uh, in, in the things that are aren't aren't. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. Okay. So no, when we're no, talking no, normal gummies. Normal normal gummies because I I hear folks talking to me all the time about gummies that don't have anything to do with gummy bears like I grew up with, but uh, but anyhow. So when we're looking at those kinds of things and we're looking at where folks spend their money, we're looking at where you know folks are connected from a retail standpoint, whether it's Costco, whether it's Sam Cl Sam's Club, whether it's the kinds of things uh, that, um, that, again, are on a weekly, every other week kind of basis. It's very, very important for us to keep in mind where folks are spending their money because we want to be mindful of where – economically, things are moving because that affects markets, that, that affects the kinds of things that, that we're talking about relative to where the growth actually is happening. Is it happening? Is it slowing down? Or is it the kind of thing where we need to be mindful that it's going to be changing here in the near term? Very, very important that you keep that in mind. Very, very important that you be mindful of what the metric is in terms of, okay, this is where we are right now, but where is it going from here? 
is it going to be moving in the kinds of directions where it has been moving, or is it going to be shifting in terms of the metric? Okay, is it is so I've been moving at this standpoint? Is it going to be moving in a different standpoint going forward? Very, very important for us to keep that in mind. And it's it's not uniform. It's not even. It's not the kind of thing, you hear me say this a lot here on dollars and cents. It's not the kind of thing that moves in a very uniform kind of way. There are gonna be times, I'm gonna bring up an example. It's gonna be times like Christmas, all right? It's coming up, I know. I mean, um, producer Bill can probably tell me exactly how many days we have until Christmas. It's not that many at least in terms of the retail season, about when we're going to be in, in, in the space where we're going to have Christmas here already, it's, it's going to happen quickly. So you're going to have a higher spending limit during that time. But, but you know, beyond those kinds of spaces, maybe a little bit lower, maybe a little bit smaller. But when we look at it over the course of the year, we want to get an understanding about, okay, how are folks spending? Do they feel confident? And what's happening next? Do they not feel as confident in what is going to happen next? And it's not just retail. It's not just those kinds of things which have to do on the periphery, but those kind of things which happen on the week-to-week basis. Well, friends, uh, hang with us. We're going to have a second half here on Dollars and Cents presented by North Main Financial. Appreciate you. Hang around. Hello, and welcome back to Dollars and Cents presented by North Main Financial. I'm your host, Joshua Doby, thank you so much. Hang with us into the second half football reference. Second half. It's football season. I'm excited. I'm excited for the Carolina Panthers. I am. I, I, I it truly am. I'm not going to talk about their record because it's early, right? Producer Bill, it's early. We're, 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 we're still getting warmed up. we got a new quarterback, right? I mean, we're, we're just getting started here. Coming off a little bit of an injury. Yeah, we're fine. Okay. We're fine. All right. We're but, it, but he's come back this week, right? I mean, yes, we're, sir. yeah. All right. So we're, so we're looking forward to having our number one draft pick come back this week for the Carolina Panthers. We're looking forward to, uh, to, to some very good things this week. All yes. right. We're not going to look at behind. We're looking forward. Next play. We're, that's it. Next play. And, <laughs> and, uh, and, and we're excited about it and we're looking forward to, uh, to this week's game. Not talking about our current record. All right, here we go. We're talking about all things financial here and economic here on Dollars and Cents presented by North Main Financial. Appreciate so much you hanging with us into the second half here. And, and I, William, I appreciate so much calling to William from Statesville calling to us uh, here during the break and, and looking at things with regards to his IRA or looking at things with regards to gold coins. And uh, and when we're looking at things, you know, when we talk about commodities, and gold would certainly be in the space of commodities. And fi- we, we get this question a lot. You know, should, should I invest in gold coins? Should I invest in gold funds? Should I invest in gold mining companies? It's a very common question. William, I appreciate so much you reaching out and asking us about this kind of thing. I'm going to give you a terrible answer to start, right? Everybody's uh, situation is unique and different, so we're not going to give a particular recommendation here. But it is the kind of thing where, especially when things get a little noisy in the markets, and uh, let's call things what they are. So this past this past month, almost at the end of the month, almost the end of the third quarter. Gosh, bless. We're all we're almost at the end of the third quarter here in 2023. And when we're looking at those kinds of things, and especially with the kind of month, and frankly, the kind of quarter that we've had, as measured by our most popular market indices here over the last couple of months, folks start to ask the question because it hasn't been that particularly rosy of a, of a month, of a quarter, when we're putting all those things together. I was looking at some data here this morning, just before the time of this live broadcast or before the time of this recording, if you happen to listen to the podcast end of things. 
We're probably the worst that we've been month-wise, month over month, uh, here in the last year and a half. So when we're looking at those kinds of things and we're, we're trying to um, ascertain right where the markets are right now and when we're trying to 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 blend into where things are not only where we are right now but obviously where we're going that's the most uh pressing kind of issue when we're looking at those kinds of things folks are asking should we own alternative assets should we own gold should we own silver should we own platinum should we own any of a number of different things and again when we're looking at those kinds of things it's very very important that we're looking at it in perspective because when we're, if we get too narrow in, in our look at things, if we get too, too just very specifically focused in terms of how we're looking at the investments that we have, then we're probably going to miss out on the broader diversification argument. We're probably going to uh, miss out on the opportunity to understand you know, where things move in different market cycles. And that's very important for us to keep in mind because most of us – And I say this just 28 years of experience of doing this kind of thing. Most of us are going to look at what has happened most recently, and we're going to project that in a straight line kind of way. Let me say it this way. If what has happened most recently is positive, generally speaking in the markets, we're going to project forward that this is going to be the kind of thing that is going to be the kind of thing that we're going to experience going forward. And that's not actually rational or or logical, except we do it all the time. We see it in the market all the time. And here's here's a very simple and easy kind of example. If you've listened to dollars and cents on previous occasions, you know exactly what I'm going to talk about next. Peter Lynch. Peter Lynch was a, a very famous mutual fund investor. He managed uh, several of the, of the Fidelity, Fidelity Mutual Fund Company, Fidelity Mutual Funds through the, uh, the 1980s and the 1990s. Very, very popular, very, very successful in terms of what he did. But, uh, but there, there was a very interesting analysis done, and, and I'm chuckling not because it's funny, but because it's real uh, in terms of the kind of experience that Peter Lynch had as the uh, as the mutual fund manager or the person who was making the decisions with regards to the mutual fund and then with regards to the average shareholder inside of the mutual funds that Peter Lynch was managing. And I say this, you say, well, well, shouldn't everybody who was actually invested in the fund actually have the same experience? Nope. Never works out that way. Very interesting. You may think this is kind of interesting, and I think I'll explain why in just a moment here, why that actually is not the case. So with Peter Lynch, in terms of his managing several different mutual funds, the Contra Fund was a big one at, uh, at Fidelity. Not a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold the Contra Fund. Make sure you understand that. In terms of what I'm saying next, this was through the 80s and the 90s, 1980s and the 1990s, which for many of you I knew was before you were born. Uh, not, not Producer Bill. I know Producer Bill. He's closer to me in terms of uh, the demographics. I'm like chicken nugget age. Chicken nugget age? You're... <laughs> You see, you, you got to listen. If you didn't listen to the other part of the show, you got to understand chicken nuggets are 40 years old. See, whether you like it or not, they are uh, in, in, uh, in terms. And that's not even dog years. That's, uh, that's actual legitimate years, which shout out to the uh, All-American Dog Show here on Sunday, Producer Bill. You're on it. Sunday, Robin's Two to five, yep. Two to five, Robin's Park. I mean, you don't even have to like dogs. I mean, who doesn't love a puppy? Right. Make, 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 make sure. If you're, if you're anywhere near Cornelius on Sunday, 2 to 5, Robbins Park, All-American Dog Show, make sure you get out there. All right. So awesome. spinning, spinning off from, uh, from, from that idea and, and, again, talking about 
Peter Lynch, Fidelity, Mutual Fund Experience, all things uh, financial and economic here. So his average return over the course of 20 years was in the double digits. It was 15, 16, 17% per year. Amazing kinds of returns. When you look at that, you say, well, that would certainly be the kind of thing that I would like to experience, right? I mean, and then that, and that's a very common kind of reflection. It's a very common kind of experience. You know, they have done well. I I expect, straight line thinking, I expect that they will continue to do well. Very interesting analysis uh, analysis which has been done uh, on this. So Peter Lynch's experience in terms of the mutual fund itself, and this, this was looking mostly at Contra Fund, Fidelity Contra Fund uh, at uh, Fidelity Mutual Fund Company, that their experience or his experience rather in terms of the kinds of returns that he had inside of that fund, double digit, 14, 15, 16% compounded. So an exceptional experience. The average experience for the actual shareholder inside of that fund, I'll wait. Maybe you want to call in 844-STUDIO-4, 844-788-3464 here at, uh, at the WSIC studios. What do, you, what do you think was the average return? I'm going to tell you. You don't have to wait. You don't even have to call in. I'm going to tell you. It, a very interesting kind of uh, investor psychological study as far as what was the actual return of the fund and then what was the actual return of the average investor inside of the fund because it's not the same. And I'll say it from this standpoint, and you may know this, and this may be the kind of thing that's on your radar screen. You may already understand this in terms of how many investments are put together, but the most money, we see this all the time at North Main Financial Group, the most money which comes into an investment, whether it's an individual stock, individual bond, whether it's with regards to uh, a fund, ETF, it's, it's, it's all very, very, very similar. When we're looking at those kinds of things, it turns out when the most money comes into those, it's after they've already gone up in value. And it's it's an amazing psychological, I can't even call it psychological, I have to call it sociological. It is, it is a broad-based kind of experience where that kind of experience happens time and time and time again. I'll say it again. You hear me say this a lot here on Dollars and Cents. We think in straight lines. We think that if something has done well over the immediate preceding time, whether we want to talk about days or weeks or months, if we think it has done well over that amount of time, we project and we do, we project straight lines kind of way that it's going to continue to be in that ways going forward. And it just... It doesn't happen that way. Now, it does happen that way in very, very short time frames, which is what encourages that kind of group think. But when we look at that over a long period of time, actually the opposite is the case. And that's very, very important for us to keep in mind when we're thinking about the kinds of things about where we should allocate our, our portfolios, where we should make emphasis. So, I mean, and it does come into this, should we sell some of the highs and buy some of the lows? Historically speaking, when we're looking at the markets, that makes a lot of sense. And that's very, very important to keep in mind. And practically nobody does it. We get very, very wrapped up in the kinds of things that are just about what has happened in the immediate past, right? Then we do that. I mean, 
I'm not going to mention any companies, but there are a number of different rating agencies out there which, 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 which highlight the kinds of things which have just immediately happened, whether it's with regards to star ratings or boxes in a grid. And we say these are the five box or five star rating uh, kinds of holdings, or these are the four box or four star rating. It, we, we do that to ourselves. And, and what's interesting, they're, they're all backward looking. They're all looking in the reverse about what has just taken place as as a means of deciding the kinds of investments that we may want to take next. And I'm not saying those are right or wrong, good or bad, but those are the kinds of things we need to take with a grain of salt. Very, very important that we understand from where those data ratings are coming so that we make the kinds of decisions that we don't want to get overextended in any unpractical ways. Well, friends, we're going to take a minute here to hear from our sponsors. You're listening to WSIC here on News Talk Now. Hello and welcome back to Dollars and Cents presented by North Main Financial. Thank you so much for hanging with us into the fourth quarter football reference. I'm excited. We were, I was just talking with producer Bill. We're ready, ready for the Carolina Panthers here this weekend. Ready for them to uh, to push forward. We're getting, we're getting our number one draft pick back at quarterback this week. We're excited, ready to go. All right, so that, that's a reason to be excited. What does that have to do with things uh, financial? If you haven't taken a look at the NFL, if you haven't taken a look at how much revenue they generate. All you have to do, first of all, is take a look at the salaries that they pay to their players. But the reason that they can do that is because of how valuable these franchises are, how valuable the advertising contracts are and these kinds of things. We're talking about billions with the B, folks. It's not just me. It's not just my commentary. I do love football. I'm not going to shy away from that. But it has to do with the economic impact on these kinds of things. There's a reason why that so many cities, if they don't have an NFL franchise, are, are pining for one because it is such a huge impact on the city on the region. I mean, we're experiencing here in Charlotte all the time. I'm not going to get into the politics of it, but there are so many impacts here from, from an economic standpoint here in the Charlotte region, just with regards to what's happening with our Panthers. I mean, it, it, it's hard to quantify it. I mean, it's huge. It's, it's a big, big deal. So I'm a fan. I know I'm going to talk about only the positive aspects. I'm going to ignore most of the negative aspects. I mean, producer Bill, he and, he and I are on the same page here, so he knows exactly uh, what I'm talking about here. So he's going to agree with me. He shakes his head. He smiles at me. He makes me feel good about myself when we're talking about the Panthers. So we're ready uh, for uh, for this weekend. All right. I've been talking for most of today. And and, I, and I'm, I'm chuckling, not, not, not because it's funny, but okay, maybe it's a little bit funny. But I'm talking most of today about what's happening to us from a food standpoint, food and gold. I mean, that that's pretty much what I, we, we've been discussing here on on Dollars and Cents. I mean, Producer Bill, if, is, is, is there something I'm missing? I mean, maybe somebody else has called in that I need to touch on. Uh, but but food and gold is pretty much what I talked about. No, food, gold, gold and, and football sounds like the life of a king. I, I, I mean, that, that, I like those, <laughs> those are the big three, right? I mean, so I, I, I don't think I need to talk on, on well, okay, we're going to. We're not going to leave you hanging here in the fourth quarter of, uh, of today's Dollars and Cents show. But I, I know you tune in, you want to hear about what's happening in the markets or certainly are uh, look at what's happening in the marketplace. And so we want to make sure that we're talking about those kinds of things. Let's talk about it real quick here. It, it's been an interesting month. 
And so we're getting very rapidly to the end of the month here. And so we're talking about those kinds of things which are moving in the marketplace, those things which are different, perhaps. Certainly it has been different. If we're looking at the kinds of movements market-wise, which have happened here in September, which are different from what we've had in the balance of the year, I don't think it's very hard, especially as you're marking it by our most popular market indexes, to say that it has been substantially different. I'm going to bring up the the uh, the cost of a barrel of oil, folks. On Good Morning LKN seven and nine Monday to Friday, make sure you tune in to uh, to that as well. They brought the cost the, the cost of a barrel of oil, and you may say, "What does the cost of a barrel of oil have to do with me?" Fair question, except when you go to the gas pump. And it's not a one-to-one correlation, so it's not true that just because the cost of a barrel of oil goes up that you're going to pay more at the gas pump, but it's close. And and it's because that the cost of a barrel of oil is going through a refining process to bring it to a space where we can use it for commercial gasoline, especially at our gas pumps, that that is especially relevant to the kinds of things that we're thinking about. And you don't need to listen to me. You don't need to believe me. But when we talk about the kinds of things that impact us in terms of spending, when we're looking at it from a from a um, gas pump standpoint, we're looking at it in terms of uh, a grocery store standpoint. It's huge. So when we talk about a, 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 the cost of a barrel of oil, it's not because we're just okay. This is important. It's a commodity. Yeah, it, it is. But go back to what I said previously. You hear me say this all the time: consumer spending, GDP, two thirds to three quarters of our GDP. It's huge. So when we look at a cost of a barrel of oil, so I'm coming back now. I'm going to wind it all the way back. If we talk about a cost of a barrel of oil having jumped up now from basically the let's, let's call it the high 70s, low 80s. Now we're in the low 90s to mid 90s, depending upon how you measure it. If you're looking at WTI, West Texas Intermediate, you're in the low 90s. If you're looking at Brent crude, which is what we use here uh, internationally, you're looking at mid 90s in terms of a cost of a barrel of oil. Uh, It's a big move. And we're seeing that. So we're seeing this shift. We're seeing this kind of pivot that's happening in the marketplace right now, whether it's with with regards to commodities or whether it's with regards to how the market is shifting. We're pivoting from a space where the market has been more concentrated. Let's call it on capital appreciation. I know that's that's a little bit of a mind number there, but let's let's keep going with that. Let's say with technology, let's say with things that are more going going in a space where it's 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 about AI, right? You've probably heard AI about two, three, four hundred times uh, here over the last several months. So let's let's talk about that artificial intelligence for just a moment. A lot of concentration, a lot of money going in that direction. To now we're a space here over the last several months where we've been looking at things that are a little bit a little bit more traditional. And that, that includes the price of a barrel of oil or includes oil and natural gas companies. I was looking at a report here just before I came in uh, here on this week's version of Dollars and Cents here on WSIC. I was looking at the kind of things that, that just white paper wise, looking at where the price of a barrel of oil has been from an historical standpoint here over the last 18 months. And we're bumping against the highs. We're bumping against the spaces where, okay, that this is not this is not just a normal cyclical rotation, but it may be moving into a space where we haven't been here for the last year and a half or two years. That's important. Coming back to the space where I talk about where folks spend their money, I mean, if you're like me, I gotta go. I gotta go to the gas station with some regularity. I really do. 
I mean, you're probably with me here. If you're, if you're traveling to work now, if you're a work from home kind of person, you're probably not doing this kind of thing. But if you're, if you're not a work from home person, or if you have to do some kind of hybrid sort of situation, then you do have to uh, fill up the gas tank with some regularity. And so when we're looking at that, we're looking at, at what that means in terms of the, the economic impact of, uh, of that kind of thing. It has a measurable impact. It has, the, it has the kind of space where we start looking at it from a broad-based standpoint. Well, what, what does that mean uh, long-term-wise? Well, nothing is particularly long-term when it comes to this day and age. But when we're looking at what it means in terms of where sp- folks spend their money, it does have a measurable impact. And that's what we want to keep in mind. This is going to allow me to pivot into uh, into the next point here. And again, I feel like I've been talking about gold, oil, and uh, and food, and the Panthers. Uh, because I, I do. I do. I love football. It's football season. I love it. You're not going to get me away from that. I'm sorry. I'm going to talk about things that have to do with financial impacts of, uh, of, of football season, which, which, by the way, I mean, producer Bill, I'm going to put you on the spot right now. So when we're talking about our, our Appalachian uh, folks there. So the college football scene, okay. we, we've, yep. we, we've, we've talked a lot about uh, where the NFL is. Where, where, where's Appalachian? Where, where are we in terms of where they're playing uh, the, the, this weekend? Do we have any idea about what Where is App State playing this so, weekend? Do we know? Yeah. Sorry, I'm actually not the App State guy. See, I know. And I got two kids in here now. I know. <laughs> oh, see, growing up here. See, see, there, there, there's, those, are, those are probably two yep. future App State attendees that, uh, that, that are in the producer box there, right Indeed. there. Uh, but, uh, but no, it, it, is, it is that season. You're going to hear me talk about that a lot. That's just a little bit anecdotal. Louisiana Monroe. Louisiana. Is it there or here? So are, are we here in the great yeah. state of North Carolina? Or are we going Home to? Away. Yep. Away. Oh, so we're going all the way to Louisiana. That's a long plane ride. Yep. All right. So that's a long plane ride south. So we're going to hope the the best for our mountaineers as uh, as, as they're heading in that direction. Again, you, you turn in dollars and cents football season. You're going to get football here. All right. Here we go. UAW. We're, we're talking about the movements in terms of the union negotiations with the big three in Detroit. Right, so we're talking about GM, we're talking about Ford, we're talking about Stellantis. Which, for those of you who may not be as familiar, Stellantis it's the old Dodge, it's the old Chrysler. So let's just lump the big three uh, together here. And there has been some movement in terms of the negotiation aspect of things. There, there's still some way to go. I mean, there there is some gap between what the union is asking in terms of contract renegotiation, and of course, where the big three are willing to go. It, it's it, it's going to be a climb. It's going to be a climb either way because we're we're dealing with the space right now. You don't, you don't have to listen to me. You know this. If you have tried to buy a used car, if you have tried to buy a new car here over the last couple, now we're getting into even several years uh, in uh, in any lot. It's challenging right now. And I think we're going to continue to see that in terms of the availability of inventory for those kinds of things. Uh, Again, used car and new car wise. So we're going to continue to watch that uh, very closely. A couple other items that are high on on our radar screen. You've heard me talk about, again, if you're a previous listener to Dollars and Cents, you know how this goes together. Uh, When we're looking at where the jobless claims are right now, you heard me say about a year and a half ago, I'll I'll admit my failures as well as my successes. I'll probably admit admit the successes a little faster than I will my failures. But here's a failure. I had mentioned about a year and a half ago that we were going to start to see things on the unemployment line, which were uh, accelerating faster than, frankly, what we've seen today. 
And I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for that from a pragmatic standpoint. But what's what's very true in terms of the unemployment aspect of things is that I expect with this incredible rise in interest rates that we've had here over the last several years, that we would get something different. We, we would get some kind of experience which was more prevalent in other interest rate rising cycles. We haven't seen it yet. And and that doesn't mean it's not going to happen, but it does mean it hasn't happened to this point. So we're watching that. We want, is this different? Is it going to be different this time around? We're going to be watching that. We're going to make sure we bring that to you. But when we're looking at those kinds of things, and then we're looking at the kinds of things with regards to the possibility of government shutdown uh, here over the, last, over the next uh, couple of weeks, it's a big deal. I mean, I'm not going to touch on all the details here today, but make sure you keep that on your radar screen. Well, friends, it's been a pleasure to be with you here on Dollars and Cents, presented by North Main Financial. I'm Josh Adobe. Until the next time, I'll see you soon.